everybody. Welcome to another CornerCast podcast. And what do we have for you this week? Well, there's been a lot going on. Uh, last week, I talked about all the toys we got. This week, we got even more. We got Juggernaut and Colossus from Mike's Comics and stuff. We got uh, the new X-Men Retro Wave from Mike's Comics and stuff, which is appropriate because this week we're going to be talking to the Marvel Legends team at San Diego Comic-Con. So this is the last of our Hasbro interviews from San Diego Comic-Con. And this week we got a chance to talk to Ryan and Dan and Dwight from the Marvel Legends team, or the Marvel team, really. And we sat through the panel, which we live-streamed, which is still on our Facebook page. So if you wanted to check that out, if you missed any of the reveals, it is all there. Unfortunately, we were sitting next to a very loud and rude uh, YouTuber who got a Spider-Man that he was happy about. So, um, yeah. Uh, so, besides that, in the live stream, everything else is great. And um, let's see, what else is going on? Uh, that's about it. I mean, we got a lot going on. I'm taking pictures. Oh, well, Hasbro was nice enough to send over the Star Wars exclusives from San Diego Comic-Con this week and the Transformers and the Power Rangers. So we're going to have pictures and reviews of all those coming up in the next week or so. You'll see those up on the site. And I just finished a podcast. Well, that not just, but this week I finished a podcast with Pharaoh. So Pharaoh Bolding is back again. It was great to sit down and talk with him. And I mean, last time we talked a lot about comic books and we talked a lot about toys. But this time we kind of dove a little bit more into some of the social justice, equality issues that we kind of have been back and forth about and talking about as things kind of come up. So you'll hear Pharaoh. Well, I'm not going to get too much into it. So Pharaoh and I kind of dove into that. And we had a little bit of comic book talk. I think I think one of the things that sparked us was something that happened at San Diego Comic-Con for me. And it kind of moved into... We both were like, ah, oh, yeah, no, we need to talk again. And I was expecting to do like 45 minutes, and we ended up doing almost 90. So we had a really good conversation. So that's coming up next week, next Thursday. Um, trying to think what else is going on. DJ and I have some stuff planned. Jesse and I have some stuff planned. Toyshes and I have stuff planned. Um, so we got a lot of stuff going on. I'm really excited about the Jesse and DJ stuff. I can't talk about it yet. We're trying to work out some details. It's going to be a lot of fun. Um, Bill's enjoying his time off. But we're talking about New York Comic Con and we're talking about uh, Toy Fair. So we're getting a jump on that. And this weekend is Power Con, the announcement of the Thundercats. I think Bill and I figured out that if they do four waves, we'll be in good shape um, in the next year. And another three or four waves and we can be done. So over two years at about 200 bucks quarterly, we should have every Thundercat toy we've ever wanted or those of us that are really big Thundercat fans that we feel like we would be complete because I, I mean, I need the core team. I think that's really important is to get the core team as well as the core mutant team. So if we get the cats and we get the mutants, we get a couple Mumras, we get a couple Jagas, a Groon's coming. We know that. Um, and then we were figuring out that the, um, uh, Lunatax and the pirates, can be one wave and the friends of the Thundercats can be another wave and the uh, small friends of the Thundercats can be another wave or pack-ins. 
so we kind of figured it out that we you know we we could with uh a commitment from super seven we could get everything we want and i figured if we got an amalgamation of the what came out in the original toy line and along with so if we if we sorry i'm popping all over the place because it's thundercats i'm excited um if we take the mini mate uh model the four two pa- uh, four packs that they put out those would give us all the core characters that we want the original cats the thundercats home movie cats as well as all the mutants and the thundercat ho mutants um a couple little packets here and there those four waves would give us enough and then if we move out we could accomplish what the original line did and maybe get a few extras that we didn't see like we didn't get lunatics but when uh i think i'm saying that right it's been like what 40 or 30 years since i've like really really got into it um I think we can we can wrap it up. I think we can really do a good job wrapping it up. So as long as the uh, Super Seven really commits to it, we 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 are all in. Well, I'm all in. I already bought my full set. Um, what else is going on? Uh, Bill and I had a fun conversation. What we want to see for next year's uh, Mez, uh, Neca's turtles, and and I might get him on the podcast. We might do some talking about that at some point. Um, yeah, no, it's just been it's been busy, and I'm trying to kind of button up as much as I can so I can wrap up August and start moving towards September. You know, do all the exclusive reviews, do all the reviews. NECA was nice enough to send the Karate Kid. We're working through those too. We got boxes and boxes from Mike's Comics and stuff. We bought some stuff from Hasbro Pulse. Um, there's just a lot. There's going to be reveals this weekend from PowerCon that Junior will have. Um, trying to think what else next week is the fan expo up in toronto i wish i could go but it's just it's too far away but there should be some good marvel legends and star wars maybe star wars reveals definitely marvel legends reveals i think uh the way they were talking because they offered us interview times but we just couldn't make it up there um what else i don't know uh shout out to well, i don't know if he listens but from iron cow productions matt Cauley. I think I'm saying that right. If I'm saying the last name right, I hope I am. It's kind of one of those things where you see it and then you make it up in your head and then it might not be it. Uh, But Matt from Iron Cow uh, just sent over some um, killer uh, mini mates. So that was really great to kind of put a button on that. I think I'm only one set short of the set I want. I'm I'm not going to get the uh, Red Sun Superman. Um, I really... I don't really know if I need the question, to be honest with you. It's not going to move the needle for me. It, it The Minimates fill a niche of the 80s love that I have for the DC comics. And the question and Batwoman kind of don't fit in that for me. Uh, even though I got Nightwing, but eh, modern Nightwing. Uh, the rest of the Titans are all there. So... Thank you very much, Matt, because it is killer to kind of put that to bed. And all I need now is the Joker because I got a, I got my hands on a, a Harley Quinn. So now I just need my Joker mini mate. Um, what else is going on? I don't know. I got the Iron Man Infinity Gauntlet. I mean, I'm just looking around the room at all the toys. I got a drone. We're going to do some fun photography with that if I can not crash it for once. And... Yeah, I mean, I'm sitting next to Minimates. I'm sitting next to X-Men Retro and the glove and the 
Splinter four pack from San Diego, all the Karate Kid figures. So I'm just like looking, and we got Batman Hush uh, from DC Animated, which was a good adapt adaptation, but not great. Hush is hands down one of my favorite Batman stories. So what they did with it, I wasn't super happy with, but I don't know. I I can appreciate that they're trying to do more with it to kind of keep it going and since it was so for the most part it was self-contained in that one Batman book it didn't even cross over all the other Batman books at the time it was just in Batman um I understand that this the animated world is a bigger part is is a part of a bigger universe so the idea that um this movie wouldn't fit in that I I understand but I think they missed the mark a little bit. I'm not going to give away the reveal, although it's very easy to find online. They changed some things, and I think those changes... I think they have a really hard time when they try to go shot for shot with certain things, so they try to capture some of those iconic moments with Superman and Poison Ivy and Catwoman and Batman. It felt very posed. It felt very purposeful to kind of get into that. And I think when they do that, it you're... You're losing something because it pulls you out. They don't feel natural when they when they pose up like that. And they, they did. They posed up a lot in the film. So I enjoyed it. Is it my favorite? Probably not. It's probably still going to be Under the Red Hood. Might be my favorite uh, Batman animated film. So I'm trying to think what else. I think that's about it. Uh, we were able to talk to Marvel team this year after their panel. So that was great. To be able to kind of ask them questions about that. They, you know, were tight-lipped about their HasLab project because I think every brand team is is coming up with an idea for that. We talked a little bit about some of the changing market that we see and uh, the rounding out of teams. And honestly, you know, we're in those situations and you run out of time. Like, honestly, you... I'm sitting here as I'm thinking about the interview and I'm, I'm thinking about things I didn't ask. And I'm like, Damn, I wish I had thought of that at the time. And right now I can't remember what those questions were. Um, but I did have a couple of follow-up questions to the interview that I did with them that I'll try to ask at New York Comic Con. I think it went a little bit with marketing. I think it talked a little bit about some of the character choices and the character designs. We got to the bottom of why we don't have an unmasked Michael Keaton head and why we don't have an unmasked Jake Gyllenhaal head. Uh, so we get those answers in the podcast in the interview and yeah that's that's really about it um i wish i had more to tell you we got a lot of pictures coming i know i think any of you that have been listening to these intros and not kind of skipping ahead know that it's definitely a journey year for us (laughs) for me uh and trying to figure out what things are and the consistency of this podcast has been important for me we're in August. We started in February, early February. So we've been consistently putting podcasts out through February, March, April, May, June, July. And now we're at the end of August. So seven months in. Can I do another five months of these? I think I can. I really do think I can. And whether it's just me talking in front of the mic or teeing up some great guests, um, I mean, just off the cuff. We have at least three more podcasts planned out. We have one in the can. So that's all set for next week. Um, 
So yeah, so it's just the consistency of keeping going through. And I mean, I might turn these into like mini little things where maybe I'll talk for half an hour. Maybe I'll do the review of Hush in this and we can go through it or I can watch it and kind of go through it frame by frame or, or part by part. Maybe you can watch it along with me. No, that, that's not going to work. It's way too long of a movie. But you get what I mean. Like I, I'll go through it and talk about some of the scenes, some of the actor choices and things like that. Uh, we might it, It's harder to do that, I know. Uh, for product stuff, but I'll try to put as many product images as I can if I'm addressing something in the podcast. This is where you're going to find all our Marvel booth picks, and I, I know those have been out, but the interview hasn't been out, so I wanted to make sure that you know that content all went together. Um, yeah, I don't, I don't know. It, it's me. It's Jax. We're doing good. We're just he's cuddled up behind me while I record this intro, and uh, that's about it. I mean, I, I, I'm sure I can and vape on and on and on. I mean, Bill met up with me today to just drop off a couple figures from our sponsor that Mike sent us, and uh, we ended up spending 90 minutes in the Target parking lot talking toys and figures and movies and everything. So I, I have a lot to say about this stuff. Um, and I guess maybe I'll spend one of one of the upcoming podcasts instead of doing an intro like this i might just talk about it because i think i really need to talk through me purging out my collection because i've given i'm not going to go into it that that's a whole different conversation uh you'll just have to wait to hear about that because there's a whole thing about like what you what you go through when you do that um so yeah so this week it is me it is dwight it is ryan it is dan from the marvel legends and Marvel team at Hasbro, uh, that the head designers and and marketing guys that you know get us all these great toys that empty out our wallets. Um, yeah, they sat down and talked to us. It was really great to to see them and talk to them and catch up with them and uh, talk to Dwight about. I don't know if we talked about him meeting uh, Luke Skywalker, Mark Hamill, um, but that was like right before that or shortly there around there. So anyway, before I forget, please like and subscribe and review this podcast on iTunes and Stitcher and Google Play. Remember to follow us at Caster's Corner on Facebook, Twitter, and Instagram. Check out all of our past podcasts. Let us know who you want us to talk to. We're going to try to get as many people as we can. We have a bucket list. Maybe I'll go through the bucket list at some point. Um, and my TV just unpaused and Batman's beating up Bane in dark Knight rises anyway so remember to uh like and follow and share all our stuff out remember to, to head over to mike's comics and stuff and let them know we sent you for all your marvel legends and dc comic multiverse while we still have it and uh what else did mike send us and mezco uh all your mezco needs over at mike's comics and stuff that there'll be a link to his store in the title and um in the in the post and yeah so without further ado it is me it is dwight it is ryan f and dan from hasbro marvel at san diego comic-con thank you and enjoy this interview
Um, you guys are good. I got the levels good on this, so just talk normal. And she'll pick you guys up. Okay. So you don't have to. I get people leaning in all the time, so don't worry about it. Oh, sweet. Um, so you guys had a lot of good reveals, and then Marvel had a lot of good reveals last night um, on yes. the panel. Yeah, so it was amazing. Movies. So how does that kind of work for you guys looking at what they're releasing versus how you're going to fit them into waves and then balance that out because you know Shea Ching looked like he was in more of a Spider-Man wave but he's getting his own movie so how do you kind of balance those out with some of these lesser known characters going forward in the Marvel yeah? stresses us out. That's going to be a lot of work over the next uh, uh, couple of years. Dwight and I looked at each other and we're like, oh, I guess we know what we're doing for the next two years. <laughs> um, but it's great. We're excited. And, you know, the guys do a great job, too, of just kind of anticipating the, uh, because, you know, nothing was officially, you know, announced. But a lot of times we choose classic characters to do that maybe have never been Legends before. And then ultimately Marvel will make a movie on it and then we'll do movie-based figures probably, right? So it works out. And this version of Shang Chi just has the uh, the uh, pants, so you know one of his most iconic costumes is his red and yellow uh, gi. So you know yeah. that gives us a chance to revisit him with a different hairstyle from a different era, given the rest of his gi. So you know we'll still have other classic versions of that character, and now we get to dive into a whole new uh, pile of uh, villains that we you know have yet to really capture. You know, hey. Yeah. Who knows? Maybe we got a Mandarin coming real soon now, so that'll be great. <laughs> um, and speaking of villains, uh, we've seen like the Spider-Man villains haven't really gotten the actors' faces, whereas most of your other characters have. Is there a reason for that, or are we looking down the line? Like you guys have been doing a good job with going back and getting characters in. Um, so Keaton and Gyllenhaal haven't seen an unmasked look, and they spent a lot of the movie unmasked. Yeah. So how do you guys balance that and getting those maybe hopefully in at some point? It's a case-by-case -case basis. Um, a lot of times working on the Sony movies, it's a little bit more challenging to get the reference at, at the times we need for development for the entirety of uh, the project. Uh, we had reference for Mysterio, but they hadn't yet decided what Jake Gyllenhaal's look was going to be. Bearded, non-bearded, what was his hair going to look like, you know, is he going to have scars, whatever. We didn't know any of that information because that wasn't ready to be given to us in the time for us to make the toy. Um, other characters like Michael Keaton, we didn't have the rights to. Um, we worked on sculpting one up, and when we went through the process of getting approvals, they were saying that he didn't have a deal signed for toy. So we weren't able to make that figure, uh, the, the Michael Keaton head. Um, contracts change, characters, every time they re-up movies, have different you know ways of writing the contracts. Sometimes we can, sometimes we can't. I honestly don't even know if we have permission to do Jake, um, but we are, rest assured, going to be reaching out to find out if we have, if we have that opportunity. And if we do, while there's no plans today, um, you know, we'll definitely find a place for, you know, an awesome two-pack with a, with, you know, costume improvements, because once again, that was based off of concept art. Now, Tony and I and Ryan went down and saw the actual costumes in the booth, so now we see things that we could do better or different to make them more film accurate, and maybe we'll get a, sh a second shot at it somewhere down the line. Um, you guys reference a lot in the panel talking about fans finding things out early and, and rumors and things like that. So how's the landscape changed for you marketing-wise, seeing all these online retailers, there's so many more online retailers, so all these lists are getting leaked out earlier, speculation's coming out, and so how are you balancing keeping the surprises up versus um, like putting things out, but then things maybe not come out, like get canceled and things, 
How are you working through that? Well, so that's why I have a lot more gray hairs, I think, <laughs> uh, over the past couple of years. But, you know, it's on one end, it makes our, our life more challenging uh, in terms of planning reveals, ensuring pre-orders are genuine pre-orders and not leaked in advance. But, you know, uh, it's great that the fans are passionate about it and, you know, what kind of turns into a headache for marketing is ultimately great for the line overall. So keep up, keep up that passion, keep up that speculation, and um, you know we'll continue to do our best to try to keep the reveals as true reveals. What's we do like our code names. Yeah, the code names. So are Dwight, incredible. Dwight comes up with <laughs> themed code names too. So uh, horrible themed code names. Yeah, one was like trees one year. Yeah, uh, it's so. great though because it just confuses us in house, and then yep. the real lists get out to the public later on. Yeah. So. <laughs> Um, but they're beautiful to deal with. <laughs> trees are uh, trees, are, Thank trees you. are a wonderful thing. Spruce might be my favorite figure we've done so far. Birch. Yeah. 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 Oh, birch. Yeah. I was a big yeah. fan of Willow. Yeah. <laughs> um, you guys seem to be pumping out more figures than any other line. How's that for you? Like, we're the we're the best the uh, best around, baby. <laughs> no other way. No other way around it. There's no, yeah. no, there's no other answer for that. It's like you know, Team Hasbro Marvel best in class baby they are some of the best figures out there but did you worry about fatigue a little bit personally yes i'm incredibly <laughs> i'm incredibly it's fatigued. Sunday, yeah. it's sunday i'm barely standing <laughs> uh, yeah i think we, we try to balance it out you know we know a lot of the collectors have certain figures so if we you know do a, a two-pack with something new we want to make sure it's very compelling uh, and that the other figure is not just a straight up redeco or I should say a straight up uh, reship. We always update something on the figure, whether it's deco, accessories, you know, something to it. It's definitely a personal goal of mine to never give you guys the same deco twice. So mm -hmm. constantly changing these things, even if it doesn't have a new head or, or a new parts, it's at least a new deco just to kind of freshen it up a little bit. But, but that new deco goes along with, that's if you want it, if you really, really have to have it. Keep in mind, there's a lot of people who might have missed it the first time out. A great example is the giant man that we showed on the panel. You know, it's a, it was a Build-A-Figure a couple years ago. A lot of people, yeah, a yeah. lot of people picked it up. Some people missed it, or there's just that, that next uh, half tier of generation that is now getting into collecting that might like fall in love with those movies today and like, oh, I want a giant man, and they're like, oh, we did it three years ago. They're like, oh, well, like, I'm not going to spend 120 bucks to buy that. You know. Uh, through the secondary market, so that gives them a chance a chance for us to find things that might still have some fan desire and get them back out. And if you already have one and you're happy with it, then awesome. You know, save your money. Uh, wait for the next thing that's for you. But you know, keep in mind, not every item is necessarily for everyone. We want to make sure that the whole of the community gets the ability to have the same passion and love for the characters that we all have, whether we have them yet or not. Are there any new uh, engineering challenges that have come up in the last year looking at? I know the Hulk has the back butterflies um, and kind of doing that. Are there any characters in general? I'm not trying to ask. <laughs> I'm trying not to ask the specific, but are there any that you're looking at going, that mechanism isn't there yet and we have to kind of invent it um, that are kind of like pipe dreams like we're looking at trying to figure out how to do? I think one of the coolest innovations that Dwight brought to the table was the new hips on Beast. That kind of has that new, uh, I don't know what you would call it, articulation. I I, yeah, but that pull-down pull barbell. Down, pull, yeah, yeah. yeah uh, I think that really skyrocketed that, that figure to the top of my list in terms of posability and stuff. He also has the um, toe articulation, and he's got a lot of great articulation in there. And I think we're, we're looking at new ways to bring those 
um, innovations in there. Yeah, always trying to find a way to keep things fresh and to keep the fans wanting to come back and to let them know that we're never happy developing next year's product off of today's standards. We always want to make sure from the challenges that our marketing partners like Ryan and team give us uh, to the insights gained by talking with our engineers and Tony to say, hey, this is something I've seen elsewhere. You know, can we incorporate this? Can we update? Can we improve? Can we make sure that our Legends line doesn't grow old and stale? Because there's been many amazing toy lines in the past that have tried too long to just maintain that, you know, even keel. And eventually things just, people move on to something else. We don't ever want you to go away. So we're always trying to figure out, it's not like, it's not that we're like, let's get them to buy the same figure again and again and again. But for those super iconic characters, how can I make you, how can I challenge our team, all of us, how can we challenge our team to make an even better Wolverine, an even better Spider-Man, you know, new base bodies, new articulation systems, new uh, techniques or uh, gimmicks that we can throw in to make it special and new again because while we all have a lot of Spider-Man, classic Spider-Man, there's a bunch of little children wandering around this booth that don't yet. And come a year or two from now, or three or four, they're going to be looking for those same characters. So how can we make a super awesome special one for them? But hopefully it'll be amazing enough that you guys will want to come back and grab it for yourselves as well. And you know, photo real technology, that's one of the biggest uh, steps forward that we've taken. You know, we don't. We, we've got some ideas, and we're exploring things. Some of them work. Some of them don't. Some of them Jesse loves. Some of them Jesse hates. Some of them our team is the same way. You know, it's like not the right time. Doesn't work. But we're constantly trying to figure out ways to continue to improve and grow the the brand and the business. Um, so last, yeah, I was gonna say last question. Um, Haslab projects. You guys got one in mind? Not asking for it, but are you guys working towards that and looking at? What would be a good choice for that? Yeah, Haslab is, you know, was a great success with the sail barge, um, getting funded and, and surpassing their goal. And you know, the company has two new initiatives here, um, and so all the brands throughout the building are looking at Haslabs. And we would, you know, personally all love to do one for Marvel. I think there are certain concepts that we're evaluating, but you know, nothing to to announce right. as of yet. But we, yeah, I think I, you know, you guys can speak too. But yeah, I would love to do one. I would love to get in on that. Experience. Oh yeah, definitely. We've kicked around some ideas internally. I think. Um, we might even, when, when the time's right, uh, look for a way to reach out to you and the fan community and say, hey, help us, you know, um, you know, and, and, and not, I mean, I, I don't know because we're not there yet, but instead of coming to you saying, hey, this is what we're doing, maybe we'll be reaching out to you guys and saying, what do you guys want? You know, here's four or five things we're thinking about, you know, do any of these, you know, hit all the buttons, you know, and, and maybe we can figure out a way to bring you guys into this uh the magical journey of these amazing, you know, over-the-top items. Thank you, guys. Appreciate it.